Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, Pastor John and I talk about the Advent season, the enriching events that we offer here at FPC Lakeland, and this week's message in our series entitled Glory. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, and happy Advent season for this armchair preaching. It's the yeah, first first, uh, uh, first Sunday of Advent. Yeah, first, here we are. First armchair preaching of Advent, and uh, welcome, Pastor John. It's good to be with you, Zach, and uh, everybody else. Yeah, season uh, first week is typically, or at least the way we 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 track it, is the week of hope. Yeah, um, we started a new series, as is often the case with Advent. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it's a carryover from the previous series, which we're going to talk about. We did kind of close out the last series on the theme of glory, so it was a nice segue into this week. I, I, we didn't really mention it or talk about it in the sermons this the week. The tie-in, yeah. But uh, I felt that I don't know how you felt yeah, about that. But uh, before we get into that, speaking of glory, yeah, last night. As we're recording this on Tuesday morning, um, as is our typical cadence, uh, last night we had our annual Glory of Christmas concert mm-hmm. with uh, with musicians from all over our community mm-hmm. and um, many musicians from our own congregation, including our fabulous choir, yeah. our our new classic worship arts director Sam Carlton, uh, featuring solos by our modern worship arts director uh, Jennifer Voigt, Doctor Jennifer Voigt. So lots of stuff last night, yeah. and uh, first of all, just your you you've done uh, this is your fourth glory of Christmas, although one was virtual. Yeah, third third live, fourth third. real, yeah, fourth total. So how did this 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 one? Uh, yeah, no, it was it was uh, first off, it, you know, there was there was a question in many people's minds of would the new person coming in want to continue something like this? And yeah. So we didn't really. Give him a choice. Give him an option. <laughs> but he's only here a month, right? So it's but like, yeah, gonna, this is what you're going to do. Even in the interviews with him, like, this is going to happen, bud, so we just need you to be good with it. So, And he was excited about it as well. But uh, as I said repeatedly last night, he's been here one month. And yeah. so um, I thought it was really a, a standout night last night. It felt it felt very special last night. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you who were here, um, well, those of you who weren't here, um, we had Harrison School for the Arts, a women's ensemble from them. So high school stu- students got to come mm-hmm. in. And really, kind of get con- contribute to a sacred, um, you know, concert uh, in a, in a sanctuary, and that was really uh, important, I think, for us to have the next generation mm-hmm. um, be a part of something big like that. And uh, and then we we added uh, the, the orchestra and choir was mm-hmm. was fa- I, I thought they were fabulous. Now, they've they've sounded good in in the past, but mm-hmm. uh, this might have been their their best. Um, you know, sound uh, from from just the, the the dynamics and 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 the pieces that were selected. It was just a be- beautiful. I thought Tom and the orchestra, Tom Angry, our organist, and the orchestra together did some pieces, yeah. and those were really well done. They were smartly you know, arranged, and and it felt very uh, in- integrated. Um, and then the new addition, as you just said, was uh, we had. Which we haven't done in the past. We had uh, soloists who came out with the orchestra and the choir backing them yeah. up. We had uh, uh, Jennifer, uh, Dr. Jennifer Void, and Sam Carlton. Our two, uh, th- 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 these two are the two leaders of all of the arts in this church. Yeah, Jennifer on the modern side, Sam on the classic side, and they. And what a great symbol that was! Yeah, the was. two of them standing side by side, singing together. And of course, yeah. when they sang. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to get this reaction again. If you were listening and you were there, your reaction. Did you know that they had that in them? Yeah. Did you know that? I mean, nobody mm. nobody should have known that Sam had that in them, yeah. and because he's so new here. Yeah. But um, and you might know that Jennifer had that in her. But to see the two of them with that level of, of talent, mm. uh, just filling that room with 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 beautiful sound like that, it was it was really spectacular. It was yeah. really quite something. And I love the symbol that that you know, typically in many churches the. The uh, the modern side and the, and the classic side are at odds with each other. They are, yeah. There's the, the some. And, and, and truth be told, I mean, there have been there have been rumblings of that here, even at this church. I mean, yes. we're not a, we're not we're human beings, and uh, we're not immune to that. And uh, I thought I, I echo exactly what you were saying. Yeah. I, to me, one of the most powerful things was seeing uh, Sam. And, and Jennifer and Sam again, who's not, he's been here a month. Um, Jennifer, as we've talked about, has been you know battling some health issues, but yeah, but, but yeah. really overcoming that and and really giving voice to the unity of the yeah. arts ministry here, the, the, this this new era of arts yeah. ministry. Because Jennifer's only been here a uh, couple two, years, two yeah. and a half years, yeah. or, or I think she's actually coming up on her official like two year anniversary. So just really amazing, and 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 then Philip Mumford, who's also typically leads on the the modern side of the yeah, the, as the, an intern, as, as a, an intern, a Southeastern yeah. University student, and yeah. uh, does a lot of singing on the modern side. So yeah, and and I I love that this was all Sam Carlson's idea. Yeah, to that, do this that, was all yeah mm-hmm. to, was all Sam Carlson's yeah. idea. So um, the question that uh, that that I always think about, and we talked about it just a little while ago in staff mm-hmm. meeting, and I just. Love to hear your thoughts yeah. on it as well. We can share it with everyone. Uh, is that what? What is? Why is this important for us yeah. to do this? What? Yeah. What? What? Kingdom good comes out of this? Well, you know, I, I want to just say that I think uh, in the staff meeting, and I'll, and I'll give. I want to give them credit. Um, Sam and Jennifer both vocalized some very profound things. I, I feel like that that deserve to be understood. And at some point, I think in future glory of Christmas concerts, we might even integrate some spoken word explanations just to, to, because I I think some people feel these things, but they don't know how to express them. But, you know, Sam talked about the the unity and the camaraderie amongst the choir. And I think I would say that that even goes beyond the choir and goes into the entire church, you know, that, 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 yeah, we, we have different expressions of worship in our, in our community, but that. It's the same God, you know. It's the one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father overall. I think that helps communicate that. And then something that Jennifer said, which is very significant, I think. In in we we've we've talked about these things before. I know Josh Schweizer's talked about it. in this age of hyper anxiety. There are not a lot of spaces where you can just sit, reflect, and be, you know, open to the emotional ebbs and flows of what God yeah. wants to do. And music really is is a vehicle for that. Yeah. And I think that's that's something that for this season, which I know as, as I was greeting people coming in the door, you could get a sense that there were some people coming in that were emotionally raw. You know, that for whatever reason, yeah. we don't know what reasons. I mean, some and, people And sometimes know. we did know, and, yeah, and we knew we what, know. exactly why. Yeah, and, and we know people who have lost loved ones who... Last year probably came to the glory of Christmas with their spouse, and this year they're not. But yeah. they came anyway because they, yeah. they wanted to honor that. Hmm. Um, and then there are others who come in not feeling the heaviness and the weight, but but feeling that they want to focus on 
I mean, the title of the 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 concert is the glory of Christmas. You know, they they want to get past and above or around the some of the the nitty gritty, the 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 hustle and bustle, the the consumerist mm. kind of mentality. And this gives them an opportunity to say for an hour, hour and a half, you're going to just have the opportunity to shut your phone off, shut the noise off. And just focus. I think that's. I think that's what the the, the win is there. I, I feel like that happened significantly last yeah. night. I, we had you know, uh, uh, we had fourteen thousand people there last night. <laughs> <laughs> the number keeps growing. The, right? the number keeps growing. It's close. It was eight hundred. Eight hundred people. Oh, eight hundred. Eight hundred. Fourteen hundred. That's right. Fourteen thousand. But I joke. Yeah, I, that's a joke that John and I were making before because we we're like, oh, you know, the official count was one thing, and they were like, oh, we saw a few other people. It was like eight hundred. It's like, yeah, but you know, for like some some pastors and some denominations, that's 900 and others it's a thousand, <laughs> a thousand and, yeah and so anyway yeah but i think we had i think we had you know 800 people call it 800 yeah, people easily, who, yeah. who had a had a an affective experience they had something that were there if you're my, my choir director in tennessee used to say if you if you ain't feeling that we got to check your pulse yeah absolutely and because they're feeling and we, we heard this morning people weeping yeah. You know, you get to weep over this story, the yeah. beauty of this story of the of, of the 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 transcendent sovereign God becoming what he was not before, becoming mm. flesh and blood. Yeah. And then and then the the inspiration that led to all these composers to to create this music that is beautiful. Yeah. And then we get to, we know that we're part of that and there, I mean you put it all together and it is highly emotional. I'm just make it personal. How how did how did you respond to some of that last night? And I, you know, and I was, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a worker bee. So like, you know, at my, you heart, were, I saw you working the crowd. Last I, night I worked too, the so crowd, as and then, was I. And then I, I was like, you know, we haven't documented this concert in a long time, so I made sure to oh, take right, pictures right. and and um, to document it, and and we'll be posting on social media. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there's going to be at least clips of the of the concert for those that can't. We'll be posting on social media, but you know, for me. I, I I think last night more so than other glory because I've been in a lot of Gloria Christmas concerts. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to everyone in in the last ten years, um, but I, I do feel like it was the most um, collaborative a- across our church. I also felt like it was the most, um, you know that 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 the the, the old image of you know Engel, each single you know, choir member, if you remove them from the choir and had them sing, they would not sound as great as they do with the yeah. whole or any member of the the orchestra wouldn't sound as great as, as they do with the whole. That image, I felt like last night you really, I felt that sense of, of, of that 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 yeah. that collaborative effort, that unity and, and a full stage. And, and I loved yeah. how Sam, and I also want to make sure we give credit to Tom Ingui and Marsha oh, Jones. Tom, Tom and Marsha were did a lot of the prep work. Would not before. have happened without them. Yeah, but to have this was the first year I remember the the strings section being present throughout the entire the entire yeah. concert. They were they were uh, part of the whole thing. You know, the yeah. whole time having. Our percussionist uh, Tyson Voigt, Doctor Tyson Voigt, uh, not just play solo pieces on the marimba, which are awesome, uh, you know, every single year, but to also be present throughout the entire and have and have parts of the arrangement for him. Uh, that that to me that that was really what I found most moving is yeah. is the music was 
amazing. But then just the visual, I think that's the thing about the difference between, and I love recorded music. There's a difference between recorded music and visual music that, you yeah. know, when you see. And live, 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 music. live performance is, is yeah. and I almost said it in my, in my opening remarks is that uh, thank you for supporting live mm. music because it's, it's, it's just different. It's, it it's, is. this is the difference between watching worship on, uh, at home online yeah. during COVID and then, you know, person after person, remember what it was like when, when we saw and talked to people when they first began sure. coming back to worship? Mm-hmm. And what did they say? Oh, it's good to they, be back. They, they were, it was an emotional. Yeah. They, oh, they, I, they, I, they were I started, happy with it. Yeah, they, absolutely. They, they were just, they were crying at times. Yeah. And, it, you know, so live, live performance, you know, is, it, it does that. Yeah. And um, I thought that the, uh, it's funny because Sam was, he interviewed here. Uh, when he interviewed here, he directed the choir one night, and yeah. the piece that he worked on was amid the the winter snow, mm. which is one of the pieces last night. And I came in at the tail end because I typically will sing in the choir mm-hmm. when I'm up uh, here in on Sunday mornings, and so I came in at the tail end of that because I had another meeting that night. And uh, and I and just as he was getting to directing us through amid the winter snow, and there was a noticeable difference the night that he he led choir from the start of the of teaching us that that song to. You know, by the time we got it cleaned up 20 minutes later, mm-hmm. which is about what it took, and he got our diction right, and he got mm-hmm. our dynamics right, and all this stuff, I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's Look what, at us. Just in that. Together, yeah. so, so that was a piece that I'd heard, you know, was that, three months ago. Yeah. And then I saw, heard it last night with the full choir, with the full orchestra, and those and the violins swelling, the organ. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was moving on multiple levels because, golly, I was part of this. Yeah. And to see the, the hard work that goes into the rehearsal turn into the final product like that, which yeah. is just incredibly beautiful um, sound with these important lyrics. Uh, it was it was very, very moving. So. Yeah, yeah. Whole night. What 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 do, you know, broaden this just a little bit. I, I, you know, as a senior pastor, as a pastor for, you know, more than you know, almost 30 years, you know, you, you've seen a lot of, you know, 30 advents or, or yeah. more from yeah. from the from the leadership seat. Yeah. Um, what do these sorts of non-worship hmm. events do to enrich the Advent season for for right. people? What, like as a when you're trying to call people to what we do every week, which is call people to deeper discipleship, yeah. I and mean, that's really if you want to get boiled down, all the sermons that we preach, all of them are boiled down to calling people to a deeper discipleship, yeah. whether it's initiating discipleship as a point of salvation, or it's you've been you've been saved, now how do you live into your salvation? That's really what it comes down to. What are these, what are these sorts of concerts from a, and not just concerts, but but any kind of congregational event, experience. What does it do? Because I think some All people right. will say, oh it's just busyness. They're just, you know, but I I think that there's there's more to it than that. What? How right. do you? How do you direct people with with those uh, kind of calls? I, I would. I would say. I would say for 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 nights like last night, and um, you know, maybe a Monday Thursday service was actually actually a worship service, but uh, even some of the uh, the outreach events, if 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 it's something that can some of the outreach events, uh, if it's something that can just bring people in. Have an experience together that's tied to deep truth. Um, if it can have the effect of creating a bit of a reset in their minds, mm-hmm. you know, the, there's all this activity. And all, you know, we all got calendars in our pockets these days. Yeah. And there's just so many things that are going on. If it can just sort of stop that and insert into something, uh, into a p- person's life, no, there is this greater truth. I mean, I, th- I thought of it 
even this morning, I think my did I pray pray it this morning? Mm-hmm. I remember where, where it was. Maybe it was last <laughs> night. Um, but uh, just the idea that there's something that we're we're bonded together by our faith in Jesus Christ, and we sometimes will will rush past that idea. And moments like last night, and moments like these other things, allow us to give that space and let it have some meaning for us. I think that's that's invaluable. Yeah, and especially when it's something so ardent yeah. and 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 poetic and, yeah. and 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 beautiful, like like Jennifer was saying that 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 the arts, you know, the spoken word oftentimes will get there. The arts. A lot of times yeah. get, get there. You, they get you to those places faster. Yeah. When I look at it, I mean, too, I, I look at all these things like whenever I'm, you know, you, you ask the question quite quite often in staff meeting whenever we have these events, you know, what's the kingdom win or you, you'll phrase it some something like that, and, which I think is... It's a good re- always a good reset for us. Like what's what's the what's the ultimate value? Yeah, it's the why. Yeah, but I always look at it from from the framework of the you know the 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 transcendental. Not to be too philosophical, but the transcendental grid of the gospel, what what is true, what is good, and what is beautiful. You know, those are the three. You know, the gospel is all of those things. The gospel is 100% pure truth. It's it's 100% good, and it's 100% beautiful. We, of course, are not—as human beings, we're, we're not— we're not true. We're not good. We're not beautiful on mm. our own. So, uh, but anything that touches on any one of those has a has a connection point with the gospel, or has a connection point with you know the Platonic forms or whatever. You know, so I look at that from the lens. I look at at every event that we do from the lens of what is it what is it doing to point people back to what yeah. is true, what is good, and what is beautiful, and, and things like last night really point people to. You know what is beautiful. You know yeah. what, what is beautiful because it's 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 beauty is one of those things you it's almost impossible to define. Yeah. But you know it when you see it. You know you know it when you experience it. You know when you hear it. You know it when you smell it or taste it. Something that is experiential. Whereas, you know what is good is the are those things that you you often do with your hands that that bits of service. You know, we talk about the season of giving here, you mm. know, things like Rudolph Roundup and Salvation Army Bell Ringers and 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 partnerships with Parker Street Ministry and and on and on and on. Yeah. And those are the things that touch you know, on the good, you know. If I can just piggyback on that though, that uh, I think what what strikes me and now that you're saying that is I can to put them together is that last night was not about mere beauty. Yeah. Mm, no. It mm. it was beautiful. Yeah. But it is a beauty that is in, that is sort of surrounded by a whole sort of ecosystem of of faith and beliefs and activities and 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 the, the hands and feet of Christ, you know, that we're, with where we are giving and serving, and it's you know it's sort of and 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 we do it in our sort of cultural you know, version of, of living out this faith at this time of year mm-hmm. and, and this, this sort of concentrated period yeah. of time where all of that gets made manifest, yeah. all of that is, is seen. And so it is the fact that God came to this world to give himself to us yeah. that inspires our giving. Yeah. So you see the giving side, that he came to serve to, to serve and not to be served. You see the serving side. You yeah. see the worship side. You see all that. So all these things are in place, and, and, then, you, and then you sort of— you sort of package that in something beautiful. Yeah. It does. I mean, I, I think 800 people last night. Um, I mean, I had I had a five year old and a three year old grandchild there last night, yeah. and they. I just heard a report this morning from Joe Ahern, who sat next to them, and said they were in it. Yeah, yeah. 
they were they were experienced. They knew they even at five years old they knew something beautiful was happening in yeah. that. And even they couldn't put words into it. Yeah, that's yeah, and and it's why we do those sorts of things. It's why we don't uh, only focus on worship services and Bible studies and and those yeah. things. those worship services and Bible studies are important to help frame the the good and the beautiful without yeah. the, the without that it is just beauty for beauty's sake or it's you know good for yeah. goodness sake as as the santa claus yeah. you know yeah. song goes you know be good for goodness sake we're, we're not good for goodness sake we're good we're good because of the salvation of jesus christ <laughs> yeah. and we're 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 beautiful because yeah. god has given us that beauty yeah, yeah it's 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 a lot and, it's like it's like the uh um the, the the righteousness it's not ours yeah you know? it's, it's 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 all of that goodness beauty and truth is all it's all it's all it's all imputed that's right. it's given to us and, and, and by the here's our title here's the title of your book or mine on who's going to write it but uh, <laughs> mere beauty remember mere Christianity is mere, mere beauty yeah well, that's it's not a, mere beauty that's right well and that and that really it ties into kind of what we've been what we're preaching on what we're starting <clears> to <throat> preach on as we head into the Advent season is is every time we're in in those spheres of ultimate truth and ultimate goodness and ultimate beauty, it points us back to the glory of God, yeah. and, it, and it envelops envelops us into the glory of God. And 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 this week, um, in this series, we're really, and we talked about this last week on the pod, uh, we're looking at this from lectionary scriptures. Mm-hmm. And I encourage anybody who doesn't know what a lectionary is, we're not going to rehash the whole thing yeah. today. We talked about it last week. Talked about so it last week, or go, Google it. Google it, or you can go to the... the, the, the uh, the podcast last week and and listen to our explanation of that. But it does present challenges and opportunities. We were preaching out of uh, Mark 13 and Isaiah 64 Mm -hmm. uh, when I think when, so if you, if you were to say, okay, this is what we're preaching on this week, right? To a lay person. And you're saying, this is the first Sunday in Advent. How do you think people would react if, if that's, I mean, I think we both set it up and we both dovetailed everything into this Christmas season and Advent season, but you're laying down Mark 13 in front of somebody yeah, and yeah. saying that's a Christmas yeah, or that's love, an Advent. I love message that you right called there. that out too. You know, right. This doesn't sound very Christmassy, that's right? right. Now. Like, By the way, Jesus is coming. Good luck. That's right. yeah. <laughs> He's coming back. Good luck. Yeah. No, so how yeah. do you how do you frame nah, that for people? I, I you know I, I think hopefully like uh, like I hopefully heard which is that is that you know the, there's a first and there's a second Advent. Yeah. So there is this thing called Advent and it means this blah 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 and and this and Christmas is all about you know we we. This this is this is I think what what came out of what we both did yeah. is that we're so used to Christmas being about we set up our nativity sets we set up tell our stories we read you, we have the same same Sunday morning tradition yeah. Christmas Christmas morning tradition we also read Luke two Absolutely, before yeah. anything else happens yeah. you know so all these things like that what is that that is looking at the first advent yeah and and yet the tradition has us saying that there is the first advent. And the second Advent go together right. during Advent, and I think if we did anything, we got we we had we caused us to uh, to 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 remember that there is going to be a, a second Advent. And I think one of the things that that you and I we both did this. I heard you say this, and I, and I wonder, and I I'd, I'd love to hear how it played um, live. If you hit this a little harder. Sometimes when we get to that second advent piece, you know, that you're you're moving into Revelation, you're moving into the book of Daniel, you're moving into the the letter yeah. to the Thessalonians, you're moving into all the Olivia discourse in Matthew and Mark, um, as well as bits and pieces of Luke. When a lot of believers go there, 
there is an emotional sense of fear. Fear. And we both kind of yeah. called this out. Yeah. Right. We both called this out because and I, I was really it was so funny because again, as people don't know who aren't who maybe not familiar with our preaching here at FPC or the the podcast, you and I don't talk a whole lot about the sermons right. before. Sometimes we do. I don't want to say we never do, but sometimes we do, but not a lot. Yeah. But we the it's just so funny that we both wanted to just demystify this for a second. I mean, it yeah. is mystical and it is Yeah. And you talked about the metaphor and all that, that that's in there, but we, and because we weren't preaching on all of that, we were really preaching on how the advent, the first advent informs the second advent. Mm. We're like, that's, this is not a fearful thing. Yeah. And so what was your thought process? Did it change at all in the live? Did you hit it harder or less hard or, or how did you, because I, I, I felt I, like I, you did pretty good. Pretty... I do think I hit, hit uh, I wanted to make sure that that came, came through, um, that the, um, that the same one who came the first time, who came for all of the reasons that we talk about all of the time, that why did Jesus come to this earth? He came to teach, and he came to heal, and he came to, ultimately, the gospel is that he came to forgive sins and to create the path for us to heaven. That same God who, God of salvation, this is what the solo, um, the, the five solas series, mm-hmm. what the reform series is about. This is about the Ordo Salutis series is all about. The same God who came to save us is, is the God who's coming back. So yeah. what... Yeah, I get I get that there's fear on some people's part, but you know, I it shouldn't I, be ours. Yeah, I do know that it, I do know that I I know that of at least one spouse who was in worship who rarely comes to church and 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 a friend said it was really interesting that they were in church on the day when there's when there's this idea that you know, hey, there is this coming he's coming back, the one who came to save us is coming back and so be ready. Yeah. And I uh, just wondered what that did inside of that person. So who knows, you know? <laughs> well, uh, and I, I felt like too, you know, it, it, when and and I hit it a little harder. Well, I, I mean, liked your I liked your uh, you were you emphasized the staying awake part. Yeah, I like that. Which we both we both. I mean, you were reading from a different translation, which the the word is watch. Yeah. As opposed to stay awake, so it's two sides, and both are. Are from a tra- people understand well. Are they reading two different Bibles? No, no, no. We're reading the same Bible. It's just different translations, and the 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 semantic range of the word behind that. It's not. It's it's watch and stay awake. Stay awake and watch. Unless you're reading the amplified version, you're not getting all of that. All in the one. footnotes, but it's, in it, yeah. but, but it's it's nuance, right? It's and 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 uh, I you know I we have so many people who talk about and when I when I was reading. Um, different articles and commentaries on the Mark 13, you know, there's a huge range of, of opinions about all of that. And, uh, that goes into, I think, I think of all of the, the biblical theology, the, the most widely, the most wide disparity comes into this idea of second coming. Yeah. You know, not, not, I think from an orthodox standpoint, it's not a matter of, is Jesus coming back? I think if you're orthodox, you are a believer that Jesus is returning. But it's more the how is he returning? What are we what's happening before he returns? You know, I think that's where the real kind of th- yeah. theological divergence happens. And, and Did we get, have we ever done a series on that? Not <clears throat> eschatology? Not in the ten years since I've been here. Not in the ten years I, I since I I mean we talked about it. I mean I think things like we have done these Advent e type, not not in Advent as much, but we have 
kind of touched on, we've done sermons on the second coming before, <laughs> but not whole series on it. Um, some people, I think, would be very, very excited about that, and some people, people would be... Their eyes would glaze over. And, and, and other people would be like, you know what, that's going to be the month I'm in Animal yeah. Island. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> so, I, but, but I think because... Yeah. It, it's just there's this... Because there's such a wide range of opinions and interpre- interpretations, especially amongst popular, and I'll say like pop culture pastors. Yeah. I think there's a lot yeah. of pop culture pastors who have gained prominence because of their fire and brimstone yeah. sort of views on it. And for us, it's like, okay, however you want to look at those things, that's fine. But the fact is Jesus is returning, and it's not something that's to it. be fearful about. Thank you. That's you know? exactly what I've, I've thought all along. Yeah. I mean, people are—they're just titillated by the whole yeah. subject. It's just like they, they want to dabble in it just because it's so mysterious to them and so unknown to them, and yet they feel like they have— Almost very gnostic. Very, I have, I have access to some special inf- information, oh, man, yeah. and the, the the sum total of of the responses from all the the apocalyptic writings that you just went through a little while ago is, look, you don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. What we do know is that the one who came is com- who comes back is the one who came already. Yeah. And so 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 we don't have anything to be anxious about. And even if you believe that there's going to be some period of suffering and diff- difficulty in the world, we still don't have anything to be anxious about. You know, we what we what we need to do is we need to live the life of faith. I don't remember if it was Martin Luther. I didn't put this in there in there, but um, but it, Martin Luther tells a story. It's very similar to my 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 one of my favorite stories about the monk mowing uh, hoeing in his. In his garden, and somebody says, "If Jesus were to come back today, what would you do differently today?" And he wipes the sweat off his brows, looked down where the row that he's been hoeing. He says, "I think I'd try to finish this row today." <laughs> Which I love that yeah. because it, what is that? That is yeah. a person who's got all his affairs are in order, his spiritual mm. his spiritual house is in order, his uh, his heart is is ready. He's committed to his work mm-hmm. that God has given him to do in this lifetime. And if the Lord comes back to Tonight, as the, as the story goes, then he's ready. I, yeah. He's awake. Yeah. To use your phrase here, yeah. he has his. Um, he he's, he he knows what who the what the lesser lesser things are. To use your repeated mm-hmm. phrase as well, what the lesser glories are, mm-hmm. and uh, he's got his those priorities right, and and he's he's ready. So that it, it doesn't get any better. I'd like to think I'm that person. Yeah. You know, in my better moments, I think I am. When I and I, you know, it's one of the things I I. You'd spent a little bit more time on the Isaiah 64 passage and really going back to um, the the mentality of the exiles. Yeah, you know, really digging into that, and and I I, I appreciate that's one of those things. Like, man, I, I just did not did not have the 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 workaround yeah. in my brain to get there yeah. in a in a short order. I felt way. the same way about your 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 exposition of the the temple imagery and symbolism. So I felt that that was great. I'm but isn't it funny because there's certain things that we we you you honed in on that the exilic kind of mentality, which I think was really important because it's a lot more a lot closer to our current state of affairs as Christians in the 21st century in North America than we often realize. Um, what was your what was your kind of hope in bringing that out and elevating that 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 piece from the Isaiah 64 you know what they were what they were anticipating and hoping for and then what they got well I think when you have a shorter time frame to, to work with uh, like we typically do you, you sort of drive to that point as quickly as you can get there yeah. and it was and I tried to read it in a certain way that I emphasize the words. This is my version of what you do where you underline things yeah. on, the, on the on the screen. Yeah. Uh, so I was reading it with 
come, Lord, come down, yeah. come down. It's so, like verbal bold, right? It's like yeah, yeah. putting the, the, the command B on your, on your, <laughs> yeah, yeah, your language. That's, that's what you can do, That's right? exactly what I was right. doing. So I was, I was, uh, and I did that in all, all, all versions of it, all three versions of the recorded and the, uh, yeah, and the two, mm-hmm. two versions of it. And that's mostly because, you know, what, what clearly Isaiah was, was calling out for is that, and, and I, I love that we both said the language that he wanted to, to sense something. Yeah. Of the of the strength of God, he wanted to just know about it. He wanted to sense it of the strength of God. He wanted to see God at work again, allowing them to restore, be restored to their homes, and so on. Um, so I, I really wanted to get the idea that that he Isaiah knew that it would take God coming back, mm. because that's the that's the the setup mm. to well, God did come back. Yeah. Which yeah. is where I went with that. So I, got, I kind of got there as quickly as I could, saying, and that when God was certainly God was in the mood to come back. Well, and, and, and one of the things that you did to to, and I just I thought this is a great, um, I, I, you know, the study in contrast. I thought I always love that when that when when a preacher brings this out, and you did this really well because you were talking about the the prayer that Isaiah prays in sixty four, and, and there's a lot of big language in this. You know, the the mountains quaking, the awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's just this huge thing, and then. And then you, when you moved into the transition piece, you you jumped off of the the smallness of the holy family, which I you said it, the juxtaposition of the small holy family with the grand plans of God. I mean, yeah. that, like that that to me was like that great pendulum swing that yeah. happens a lot of times in sermons to get people to feel yeah. that. It's almost like a we do this to give people a sense of disorientation, mm. almost yeah. on purpose, like because you're wanting them. It's it's an attention. It's such an attention thing because yeah. then you can move into the second coming yeah. because they're a little off balance. Yeah. I mean, how do you think about? I those definitely. Things? I, I wanted it to be a bit disruptive um, mm-hmm. to the to the to the cute, cuddly sheep around and the, the infant baby Jesus uh, imagery that we have in yeah. there. I wanted to be a dis, bit, bit disruptive to say that, you know, we, we, we can't just look at the cute, cuddly sheep and, and, and infant baby Jesus no. without thinking about the, the, what was the word you used, use, transcendent, uh, you know, the, the cosmic, the cosmic you know, level, yeah. this, 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 and this epic level of, uh, of, of plan, plan that God is manifesting through this very picture that we're looking at in yeah. our nativity scenes in our homes and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I, I wanted to kind of let that be a little more jarring to, to those who would even go home and look at their own. Um, in fact, I said something about this in the live services, go home and look at your own you know, nativity sets mm-hmm. and, and think about the story. And let They're it, all let, cherub cheeked and everything. <laughs> yeah. But let it, let it have, you know, let it have weight. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. What, what, I mean, what did you not get to that if you were given another two hours, you'd probably get to? <laughs> I think, well, I mean, just geeking out on the on the passage itself, I would, no. I, I, you know, this, these these are both lengthy passages, yeah. and in the past, you and I both have parsed them out and and yeah. and preached them in in chunks, and I just I plowed through it. I think you I mostly did, the, did that. I did the, you I you did might have broke much, it up a little bit, a one. tiny bit, but no. not as much. And actually, I didn't get into. You went all the way through. Uh, all the way through the 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 verse nine, verse eleven, and I stopped at seven in Isaiah sixty four. Mm-hmm. Um, I really had, and that's I actually that's that was cutting room floor. The the mold, yeah. you know, you're the potter, I'm the clay kind of thing. I was like, oh yeah. man, that's such good stuff. But I know. I just I can't. I just I I, w- I would want to really. I, I just so I just didn't get to that. Part, that would have been yeah. cutting room floor for me yeah. though. Is just to be able to go. I, I you know we would we would have driven to the same destination. Mm-hmm. We'd have gone, gone to the same destination, but the the ride there. Would have been filled with a lot more contours and a lot yeah. more detail of what what this um, 
what this looked like and why this mattered. And and that's those are decisions you and I both have to make quite a bit is we can you get to the same spot. But you also have to think about your audience and like how many turns are they going to go? How many turns right. are they going to take? And and so you know, I, when I was in my when I was in preaching classes um, in seminary, th- there was an emphasis to, to make every one of those turns in the sermon. And yeah. if you can't make every one of those turns, and you need to cut yeah, the pa- classic cut the, expositional yeah, preaching, cut the passage short and move it to the next week. And and well, it's just not where people are, you know. And I I, I used to push back in, in preaching class of like, oh, that's awesome, but you know, there's like five people who are going to care about making every one of those turns. And you're going to lose the rest. You're going to lose the rest of them. And so you and I both, I think, do this. I think fairly adeptly, um, and we do it differently, which is once again for those that really want to make more t- twists and turns. You got two different sermons preaching on the same passage where you that are not disagreeing at all. They're just one person's taking a different turn than the other person's taking, and they usually they arrive pretty close to the same spot, right? So um, y- you have to say, well, I'm going to make I'm going to make a, a shortcut through this because I just don't. I don't feel like the majority of people are going to go. Will go. I'd love to go here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd love to make this curve, but I, you know, I'd love to make this scenic route. And and not that it's scenic for no reason. I, you know, those are just the decisions uh, yeah, you have yeah, to make. Yeah. And the lectionary is not built. I think for expositional for, preaching. for ex- expositional preaching. Yeah. Would I? Would you agree with that? I, I mean, would I, agree with that. It's built because, for because you don't have the option of next week because next week is a, is a different set of passages. Yeah. yeah. And a series, you would have the option of of, of just breaking that down into into you know three verse three verses this week. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And just word by word, you yeah. know. I and that's why this I mean that's why this series we, you've taken when you design the series it, it's a big through line. I mean, the glory of God, you can't get much that's broader. Pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> than that. I mean, but it is a through line that we can keep going back to and touching base yeah. on throughout the series and in this week's me- you know this week's message it's there it's present we'll see it, it there's a different nuance to it um which i think will be um interesting to to take take along the ride with us um i'd like to 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 maybe ask your your thoughts on the aesthetic of the space because you you highlighted it you actually called it out in your in, oh, your, in yeah. the sermon where you oh. you were looking at the star and of course mm-hmm. the the I think the the series graphic Jennifer uh, J- Julie Ward has done a mm-hmm. marvelous job with oh, uh, putting the beautiful, beautiful graphic yeah. together we put it on a Christmas card send mm-hmm. out to everybody um, but uh, what does that aesthetic on on the vine at least the vine I mean I think our aesthetic in the sanctuary yeah is like last night I th- I think the fact that we had the glory of Christmas concert in a sanctuary Absolutely. makes it makes it qualitatively different than, different than the the any performance going on by the Lakeland Symphony Orchestra in, yeah. in any performance hall anywhere else. I agree. Totally because agree. we are in a sanctuary of God and with all the beauty of that sanctuary. But the same thing was true in Vine. Absolutely. And I think some people, I think less so now, I, I think aesthetic uh, or visual aesthetics in modern spaces, that, uh, that emphasis, and I think we do it. I don't want to be braggy, but I think we do it as well as any church in mm-hmm. terms of a modern space, creating that holy aesthetic. So for me, and I and I think if I had been in classic, great, great two words by the way, holy aesthetic. Yeah, I think it's. I, but I but I do. I think some people go into a sanctuary and go, well, this is where you worship God. Okay, yeah, I get it. The visual is there. And if I had been in classic, I probably would have pointed out some message, you know, because I'm a visual person. Yeah, I would have pointed out something in the stained glass windows. I mean, because they're mm. the 
people that don't know, and this is funny, I would love to poll the people in our congregation who don't know that the stained glass windows uh, walk, previous. You, walk you oh. through the life of you know, faith in the church, you know, Jesus Christ, you know, the fall. I mean, the the story of redemption is visualized in our stained glass window. So I, I think the aesthetic is really helpful. I, I think it's really important. And I commend Jennifer Voigt and, and David Bailey, and I, I wanted to call them out because I think some people think, oh, we don't think about that. So we really do. Yeah. And when you when we hired Jennifer, that was a big part of what we wanted her to do. Yeah, pay attention to the to to the to the composition of the stage itself. Yeah, and 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 in classic service in Advent, we've got the Christmas tree, the Christmas tree, the... which is not just a Christmas tree with ornaments. Those Christmas are. All have meaning. <laughs> they have meaning, and they have that. And and I love calling that attention to that sort of thing. I love calling attention to that sort of thing because it's not just a oh we think this looks cool. I mean, it does look cool. Yeah, the, the Chrismons, I think look cool. I mean, if you look at them individually, they're they're handcrafted. Um, the stained glass windows are very cool to look at. They're beautiful, mm. but it's not go back full circle. It's not beauty just for the sake of beauty. Yeah. It's beauty that communicates that's why it matters. The that, truth and the goodness yeah. of God. Exactly. So that's 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 my and actually that was a morning of edition. Oh the call it call yeah, out the calling uh, that it yeah. wasn't in the moment edition, but when yeah. I came into the space early that morning and I saw it lit up, I thought Man, I just, I, I just, I don't... you were in that, you were in this <clears throat> talking about symbolism in the yeah. in the message, the, 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 the what the symbol of the temple meant, but in mm. this case, what the symbol of the star yeah. uh, means, and that was a there was that star right behind you that that was that was done not with that in mind. No, 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 that, no. not not with that moment in mind because no. that that was done before you had probably probably even prepared that oh, moment. Oh, sure, before and, we even had the the Advent series mapped out, you know, yeah. we just didn't. But and it, it worked out great on the first week of the sermon series because. We're, we're trying to set up the whole idea of glory, and, and I think both of us, it was interesting, because normally on a first week in a series, we spend a lot more time kind of unpacking what the series is going to be about. And we yeah, both, we didn't. We both did a tiny bit, but not nearly as much. I think because in Advent, people kind of know what you're going to talk yeah. about, but when you go into the second Advent, then it's like, oh, wait a minute, okay, this is bigger, right? This is a bigger thing. So, yeah. you know, that that was uh, that was uh, significant. Was there anything radically different in the in the preaching from the the recording to the live that that has to do because the 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 the, the music is different. Um, you know, you're you're when we for people that don't know when we preach on uh, the recorded message we're just it's we're preaching that's all we do that's pretty much all we, we come we do. in and preach yeah we're not in a worship service type thing um they they craft that yeah. service for people at home after the fact in in what we call post right but when on sunday morning again this is yeah. why live is it's much better folks. much better if you can do it um grateful that we have the alternative for people who can't but if you're in the area and you're able to do it you're not gonna it's not the same we don't preach the same you don't preach the same i don't preach the same no. um yeah so no, it's it, it you know when you have the um uh, a, a subset of the women's course who was there on uh, last night were there sunday morning 
So there were probably eight, nine girls who from sang, Harrison, from Harrison, yeah. who sang on Sunday morning. So there's this very ethereal type of very sound, much so. beautiful sound, uh, organ, choir. You know, um, uh, just I think that, that the liturgy and all that. Mm-hmm. And you you step up into that moment and you feel like you've been teed up. That's right. You're you're ready to swing. The lighting of the Advent candles. I mean, just all of that. That matters. Yeah. That there, matters. There's, there's an internal. It's an it's a subtle thing because the messaging is still the same. We're still preaching the same message, but it, there's a subtle thing of our own hearts mm-hmm. that are that are warmed a little little more mm-hmm. um, warm in the in the moment. That's uh, it's it's nice. So it's yeah. the, and I think the 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 liturgy and the live liturgy and the music affects that, mm-hmm. but so does the aesthetic. You know, yeah. the aesthetic of a of a and and part of that. To be fair, the part of the aesthetic is not just the decorations sure. around; it's the people coming in yeah, who have yeah. that. You know, they're there in, in the in the Advent season as well. And I, it's interesting. I this is something I thought about afterwards, and I thought about it after you, after I listened to yours as well. Is that we're coming in? Last week was Christ the King. This mm-hmm. is the first Sunday, first Sunday of Advent. We're just, you know we come, we come into this. We come in as preachers. We come into this as well. But we all experience something together, yeah. which is, and we, and our message is, if they were anything, was make sure that we got that 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 we take some time, yeah, with this great story. And that was, I mean, that was the that was the the bottom line of both of our messages. Yeah, I mean, that's and, the bottom line. And so we, I hope we all walked out. I know I walked out this way between Sunday and Monday, by the way. Yeah, with the the back to back of the Sunday Sunday message that said, Don't make sure you're, you're ready for this season as mm-hmm. you go into all the craziness of it. Mm-hmm. And then Monday, which is kind of lock it in in that very, you know, evoking, evocative way. Yeah. Um, uh, it was, I, I hope that that was the, the, the great takeaway from the, from the weekend is that, yeah. all right, we're good, we're getting ready to enter into the the annual in nutty time of, uh, uh, yeah, uh, time of year, but I'm not going to let that happen this year. You know, yeah. I'm going to do I'm going to do my best to carve out the spaces to 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 attend to this sacred story. Well, and you said it in your message. You know, give people permission to have the fun, have have the the parties, and have all that, but don't miss them. I mean, like, don't do that instead of you know. Yeah. I think that I think some people like they they. They beat themselves over the head. Well, I'm just too, you know, too busy. I'm you know, too, too commercial. Too, I'm too, too commercial broad. Yeah, no, it's like you, you do. You talk about your what seven Christmas trees? Is it? Well, I, I is that know. you? I, I, yeah, we I, we've 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 cut back a little bit. I okay, think, I think we have full Christmas trees. Is not quite seven anymore. <laughs> it was. I will say it was nine at one point. Now I think we're back to five, and then we got a bunch of tiny little trees. I've I've. I have several trees two, in my office right three, now. I think three in my office. Three right. poinsettia. If you don't count, yeah. if you don't count the, the star, day, star, star, day, yeah. the star of Bethlehem. Two, two stars, two stars. Yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot of this. You can tell I'm an aesthetic person. I'm a visual person. <laughs> yes, uh, you are. Uh, so it it, but it is the it is what do those things point to? Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like again, that's that was why I started with the image thing. That's why I started with all the images because it's like yeah, we can get tied up in the images and and forget the message. I mean, and we're not alone in that, that the people of God have always gotten so tied up in the image that God gives them that they miss the message. And, and God is like, no, no, no. If the image isn't give, isn't pointing you to the ultimate truth of Jesus Christ, then the image becomes an idol. And that's yeah. the same thing for us. And we can balance that. We're saying, no, no, no. The image is not the thing. 
it's it's the it's the message of Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's the person and the work and the glory of Jesus Christ. And yeah, I mean, it's well. And I, I, when you were talking about that, I kept thinking, that, yeah, well, the image becomes the thing, and it yeah. becomes, and then it becomes our identity. Yes. And, and we I, had, I we had, had a whole piece about the identity well, that I cut out. you should, because your a, whole doctorate was on whole that. whole doctor's so. on that. Uh, it's very hard for me not to just go and the, preach the doctor. And by the way, message. here's my doctorate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's true. We, we tend to over-identify with our, with, our, uh, with our lesser important glories, yeah. that's a, which is the, the, the great point that you made at the yeah. end. Said, yeah. We over-identify with it, and so we, we, actually, we actually attach our identity to it, which is very, very problematic for people whose, whose identity is defined by Christ and in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And that get, I mean this is this kind of moves us into this week's message, you know, the 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 idea of the announced uh glory, you know, through the the prophet of John the Baptist, which is going to be which so typically that's a part of the Advent season. I mean, if if people come to Advent services on a regular basis, I think, but again, tying it into the second advent is, is you know, how that all works out is going to be incredibly important. So that's, uh, that's, 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 a good, that's a good thing. That's this week. Yeah, I encourage people, uh, if you didn't hear this week's messages uh, in our Glory series, uh, check us out on fpclakeland.org and go to the worship page in the Sermon Archive tab where Pastor John was in the classic service and I was in the modern service. You can watch complete, complete messages, uh, complete services there as well. And uh, while you're there, uh, you can check out our YouTube page uh, just to give a little plug for some of our concerts that are up there. I do believe the Glory of Christmas will be up there at some point. Uh, that's not my wheelhouse, but I did, oh. see, I did see a lot of cameras. I saw cameras. I saw you're cameras. Right. Somebody asked me last night, and yeah. I said, no, it's not recorded. But, uh, yeah. but maybe I did they, see cameras, so I, I'm, I'm going to have uh, to maybe it circle is. back with Tom Ingui and find out uh, his plans with that. But uh, I'm sure he's working out copyright problems and, and all that. Cause yeah, it, it, there's, it, there's, it, there's a fair of those. There's fair a amount of fair those. Amount of those. But, uh, again, uh, if you have not subscribed to Armchair Preaching, encourage you to do that uh, by Checking out your favorite podcasting platform, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. When you subscribe, you'll be notified when a new episode drops if you turn on that little notification button. So I, I said that one time. So, well, it didn't notify me. It was like, oh, you got to go into your settings and <laughs> get a notification. So I just assume you know that. I uh, want to just tease one thing for next week uh, if you're a regular listener. Uh, we we a lot of times do our, our favorite things of Christmas. We talk about favorite foods and favorite songs. Next week, we're going to do kind of a little bit of a year in review. Pastor John is going to talk about some of his favorite things from 2023. I'll talk about some of my favorite things, whether it's books or movies or music or whatnot. Uh, Unlike most weeks, I prep, I'm prepping Pastor John with the question so he has a week to prepare, as opposed to the 10 minutes that I normally give him to think about (laughs) it, or actually 10 seconds. Uh, Oh, oh, uh, good. Yeah, so anyway, if if you're interested in what some of the things that we discovered uh, or rediscovered in 2023, uh, I encourage you to Make sure you listen to the podcast next week and uh, like it. Share it with your friends. Dr. McGowan, you're the man. Uh, Dr. Fullerton, thank you so much. And I appreciate you uh, for hanging out once again with me. Good to be here. We'll see everybody next time.